Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present. As performing arts teachers, there's an expectation that we're brimming with creative vibes and are able to come up with inspiring and innovative solutions to anything from lack of budget to poor commitment in our students. Sadly, however, this is not always possible. As we become exhausted and run down by the obligations of our responsibilities, our creativity can also become depleted. This week, therefore, I thought I'd give your creativity a boost with some ideas on how to assess your creativity, how creativity works, and some ideas on how to reboot yours. To begin, let's see where you are, creatively speaking. Below is a link to a creativity test that is not only free, but was created by Brian Utzi, who teaches at Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. In addition to teaching management and leadership, Mr. Utzi has given a TED Talk and written articles for the Harvard Business Review and Entrepreneur. Personally, I found the test a bit of fun. Okay, now you've got a bit of a ballpark on where you're at with your creative spark. Let's talk a bit more about what creativity is. In the 1950s, creativity was described as having four domains. Fluency, how many ideas can you produce in a short space of time? Flexibility, ability to analyse a problem from multiple perspectives. Originality, the ability to produce novel ideas. And elaboration, ability to organise and implement ideas. Sadly, this attractive way of describing creativity has largely been debunked. However, it remains a clean cognitive way of describing creativity. How current neuroscience views it is, however, far more complex. In a nutshell, creativity is how our brain processes information and turns it into action. This takes up huge amounts of brain real estate and involves multiple parts of the brain. We filter information coming in from our senses, process these into thoughts and feelings, develop an action plan from a range of options, and then perform the action as efficiently as possible. It is this range of options where creativity comes in. If we come up with the same old action plan, we're being instinctive and probably efficient. Performing an action without much thought and the way we've done it many times before Alternatively, when we enact a new action plan, we're being creative, but we're probably not being as efficient. But when we're producing a novel action plan that is efficient, eureka, we are being creative. Essentially, to be creative, we need to take new information and combine it with older information to create something new. To make this happen neurobiologically, things become far more complex and to be frank, our brains are going to do this anyway, so let's get to the how to improve our creativity part. 
If you are interested in a short summary of the neuroscience, I've included a reference below. So, ways to foster your creativity. One, to develop insight, you need your anterior cingulate cortex activated. Who knew we had one? This part of our brain becomes activated when we're in a good mood and feel safe. We become more willing to take risks and try novel ideas, try novel or new action plans. So how can you feel better about your life so your ACC can become more activated? At this point with school holidays upon us, I hope you are taking the time to re-establish those self-care routines that got lost and trampled by the end of term through exhaustion, such as sleep, exercise, relaxation, reading, gardening, craft, socialising, connecting with nature, connecting with family and friends. Second thing you can do is broaden your horizons. Open yourself up to new experiences. Find something new to experience every week, like trying a different flavour of food, trying a different cafe, browsing a shop you haven't explored before, go to a nursery and buy a plant you've never grown, take yourself and your dog to a new park, read a book on a topic you know nothing about, look up a local festival and turn up, see what's there. The third thing you can do is have time alone, ideally walking or riding in a natural setting. During this alone time, take note of random thoughts and ideas that come to you. Then take a journal and write about them before you go back to being amongst the demands of others. And lastly, think inside the box. To improvise and be creative, you need something to base it on. There is nothing more terrifying than a blank page. So set yourself a challenge, but be specific, giving as much detail as possible. Then set yourself a time limit and go. Come up with as many solutions to the challenge as possible. You can make this a performance challenge, a friendship challenge, an arts and craft challenge, a redecorating challenge, a workplace dilemma, a parenting issue, a housework challenge, anything you like, but the important thing is to be specific and set boundaries. So that's it for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoy rebooting your creativity in the weeks to come. My name is Sarah Marshall. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best. Finally, I'd like to share some exciting news with you. Our course Managing Performance Anxiety for Student Wellbeing has become accredited PD by Nessa. So, if you're a performing arts teacher in New South Wales, looking for some accredited PD hours that are relevant to your performance space, take a look. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fantastic week bringing out their best.